Good evening, family. How's everybody doing tonight? It is Friday, right before Christmas. I hope everybody is on their vacation, their break, or hanging out with family, cozy on the inside. 
Guys, it's an absolute blessing to see you all, and I hope that you are ready and uh, time to celebrate a little bit of Jesus. That's right, guys. We know that this wasn't when he was born, but it's still no better time to celebrate him than every single day. So we'll take that time and we'll take this holiday back from the pagans. I know it's what they tried to do was take it, but no, not here. Guys, I'm grateful to be here with you all. This is Kilt to Christian 510. We call this one Douglas Chasing Christmas Squirrels. It's going to be a great episode. Douglas said yesterday to bring your seatbelts. I recommended the five-point harness, and I hope that he's coming in with the fire. It's going to be awesome, guys. Kilt to Christian episode 510, Douglas Chasing Christmas Squirrels. Let's get to it. We are many nations around the world, comprised of many cultures, but we stand together in a battle between good and evil. We're the seekers of wisdom, the bringers of truth, the hands of heaven, and the voices of reason. As the world tries to divide us by our differences, we only grow stronger as we are bound together as the children of God. We'll say a quick hello to you as I'm watching Douglas get ready. He looks flustered like I do when I sit down at my computer. <laughs> Hi, Livin, how are you doing? Oh, I'm doing pretty good. I uh, just uh, coming in here a little bit late there doug <laughs> <laughs> hey there's no such thing no, as late. it's okay dude we're good he's still on time we, yeah. we finished the hey. intro and, yeah. and, and here's douglas douglas check one okay. two mic check hey i just woke up <laughs> no that's okay man <laughs> do, do, do i'm we serious need... i did i woke up and looked at the phone and went oh it's 10 22 huh. <laughs> i gotta you wanna, be somewhere you want to go oh yeah you want to go get him a shot of espresso well, yeah I should, hey huh? <laughs> crazy thing is i didn't have to drive to get here that's awesome that's <laughs> awesome well good you've already had did you did you already eat the turkey is that what it is <laughs> no i ate um smoked sausage and eggs so that must have been some unexpected trip to fan inside that smoked sausage something mm, sounds good though we had a we have Monte Cristos tonight that I put jelly on top of. Man, it was so awesome. <laughs> yeah. Everybody looks at you funny when you make like French toast slash French toast ham sandwiches with Dijon mustard and jelly on the top. No, oh, it's really good. But it, <laughs> really? It, some things, some of the weirdest things huh. really complement each other. And that's one of them because it doesn't go as well with any of mustard than Dijon. But yeah, you basically just uh, you make a ham and cheese sandwich. You dip it in egg on both sides, you fry it, and then you put jelly on top of it. No, man, jelly's just jelly. Yeah, exactly. I've ate, I've ate jelly, just jelly, you know, jelly sandwiches. Jelly, oh, jelly. Yeah, you mean like me yeah, when, I eat jelly my, toast. when I eat my goober grape straight out of the bottle? <laughs> I've done that, too. <laughs> <laughs> Don't matter, man. I eat peanut butter every morning, so, yeah. I know. That's, that's what Jeff taught me. He goes, no, 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 man, goober grape, you're supposed to just get a spoon and just eat it right out of the bottle. And That's he's, right. He's right. That's right. So, Christmas squirrels, huh? Yeah, chasing Christmas. Hey. It was either going to be Christmas squirrels or snow squirrels, but uh, Christmas squirrels works. I've got a missed call from Duncan. Oh, God. Oh, I, oh is that you? It. No, I know. I would, have ignored, I would have ignored it, too, man. 13, I I, I must have been what woke me up, dude. That was 13 minutes ago because that was just right after I woke up or before I woke up. <laughs> I hate when that guy uh, calls me, man. I just send them right to voice. I know. Now. You know, it's like, uh, I guess I'm going to bypass that dude right there. <laughs> <laughs> That's a good one. I don't know. He might not want to get into this conversation here. So, so. here we just go. Yeah. Um, uh, I've been doing things that people would go, you don't have no business there. <laughs> um, I've been over five books in like five days. Everything from Maccabees to Jubilees to Adam and Eve to 
Oh, man. Yasher. Um, Yasher. And then today I got into the 12 Patriarchs, and I'm going to tell you what. The 12 Patriarchs. Oh, oh, oh wow. Um, that gets into. Okay. What or who is Israel? What is? Are they, they're supposed to be God's chosen people. No, dude, back that one. Well, in a, <laughs> in a kind of, yeah, since yes, but who's Israel? Jacob. Yeah, Matt got it. Yeah, pretty much. So, oh, there is no. It, it's like there's there's no country and, unless you just go. Jacob is Israel. His sons are the twelve tribes of Israel. Those that and here we go. We jump into this damn seed war thing that we talked about years a long time ago. Dustin's brought it up. Yeah, he's brought it up war. multiple times. Yeah. Yeah, the DNA war. This this is no shit. Um those twelve those twelve boys are Israel. And their lineage is Israel. There's there's you you don't fall into Israel unless you were born of Jacob's seed. See, and the, you know, the, the people, the same question that people have, because I've even had people like, how do we know if we're not part of the Nephilim bloodline? How do we know we're part of that we bloodline? Don't. We're so separated right now. You know, it's, it's ultimately, you know, Jesus and God in your heart. Um, cause I, I mean, this is just, this is just an opinion. Um, you know, there, there's nothing based on this, but you know, I feel in my heart that if you, if you truly seek Christ, if you're making that effort um, to have that relationship with them, you're probably part of the original tribes because I can't see someone that wasn't um, adamantly seeking that relationship. So, what do you, how do you feel about that? Well, see, somebody posed that question to me about about okay, here we got go into this bloodline thing, the Nephilim, and and now we're and like I said, wow, dude, this Twelve Patriarchs book. Um, yeah, I'm going back over and listening to it too because um so yes, we we got this 23andmeancestry.com thing that went on for a little bit. Were they searching for bloodlines? Yes, I think they were. Um because they know damn well that you cannot you cannot have a sacrifice unless a priest of the Levi tribe actually looks that that sacrifice over and checks it for blemishes and everything else. That's what, that was the whole point behind John looking at Jesus before he baptized him because John came from the Levites and Jesus came from Judah and Levi back then was given the priesthood where Judah was given the, he was basically the ruler of Israel. That's what God gave to him through that. And that's what I'm going, Oh boy, here we go. Um, so now, yeah, if you got Nephilim blood in you, um, is that by happen chance that you got Nephilim blood in you? Well, yeah. I mean, you, and if you give yourself over, like you say, if you commit yourself to Christ, I would think that would bypass it. Um, but here you get into the thing too that when they like it said that when you if the when the Nephilim died, they became demons. Have you heard that? Yeah. Okay. So now. I would say that would be more of a pure blood to me than, than say a mixed blood, you know, because, um, how do we know that 
we know with them the way they kept records and they still keep records to this day. And we know that these bloodlines that they know are true Nephilim bloodlines, they breed with each other, but yet they still like to mix with man. Yeah. It's like Preminucta. I mean, I, I swear that was part of the reason it wasn't necessarily the Romans and the British trying to bleed the Scots blood out, but it was more of a spiritual thing trying to, you know, you know, basically taint God's um, heavenly bloodlines um, as yes. compared to actual um, national bloodlines. But see, that gets into that too, that when the, when the, tw the 12 tribes of Israel in one of their, um, oh shoot, man, um, I'd have to have five screens open right now. Um, <laughs> I can't help it. <laughs> I would. <laughs> um, um, that when they broke up, when after Jacob and all of Jacob died, and then all the kids, they spread out and they spread up to Northern Europe and into the Americas and towards that. So here we go. Were the Scots? Because you got to remember, Esau, when he came out, he was born red. His hair was red. Sorry, but he had red hair. Um, but he wasn't part of uh, the Nephilim. He was still part of Jacob. And But those 12 tribes spread out, and they are over, and it's the way they're putting it out, they are in North America. The 12 tribes of Israel are out here in America, too, the Americas. So was it the fact that the English knew that the northern part of England was a, a, a seed off of... Off of um, the Canaanites. Well, no, or well, they would have, they would have been part of Judah, Levi, or one of the twelve okay, yeah, sons. Okay, the the uh, the houses yes, of yeah, yes, okay. yes, and then so now they're going up there and trying to breed out that line. Yeah, and I don't doubt that one damn bit because um, Jacob and Esau, well, Esau's sons were pretty much Jacob's sons kicked Esau's sons' asses. I mean, they literally just destroyed them. And that's what put the Hebrews in bondage in Egypt was the fact that Esau's that that Jacob's kids ended up kicking Esau's son's asses back in. And that's where you get we get into the talk of Joseph and all this. That's how Joseph is the one that brought Egypt to its dynasty. But yet in the later days, that's Jacob's kids grandsons ended up kicking Esau's son's butts because they fought for the Egyptians and killed 50 Egypt and blah, blah, blah. Um, all that. And then you get to, to the fact that, yes, Israel is is them. I mean, they were never a, they never had a country. They never had a place. Yes, they they talk about Jerusalem, but where was Jerusalem? To be true, be honest, well, where see, was Jerusalem? We, we've um, actually, before Dustin Nemos and I had the show the other night, um, um, we all discussed, uh, you know, the possibility, the very good possibility that even the geography that we've been taught around this world isn't necessarily where things were. And, you know, I don't know. Not, it, I can't argue that because we've been lied to just about pretty much everything, <laughs> you know, so yeah, how easy seriously. would it be? Because, you know, and, you know, I was reading something, matter of fact, the other day, uh, it was actually early day. And the guy was like, look, if you're reading any history books that existed before 1920, you're basically just reading lies. Go back and find anything written in the 1800s. You've got different books, different maps, and so well, forth. You know, so um, and, and, and I see that's. Go ahead. I'm sorry. No, I'm, yeah, I'm, I'm I'm 
20,000 miles an hour here. Yeah. Um, and I, I still can't, like I said, those are, these are answers that I'll never have. And these are arguments that I'll never, you know, um, I'll never have a pick in this show either way, because like I said, I know we've been lied to just about everything. The only thing that I trust is scripture. Um, but how do we know, like, would it, would it completely surprise you to find out that the Holy lands are over here and then every, we've just been taught everything backwards. It wouldn't surprise me. Um, but once again, no skin in the game because there's certain things that I just have great conversations about ideas about, but no proof. Well, and see, that's just it. Um, because we've had, we had this conversation. I think it was last week that Menthos, the, um, they had him, the dude that Menthos, the, the dude of Toth, whatever. Um, when he, when he took, um, Joseph's life and turned it into Emoteps, um, and Trey Smith talks about this. And I think Kent Hovind does as well, that they use this person's, um, timelines and everything for what they teach in university school history. That's where they get their history from is from an Egyptian scribe because, you know, and, and to sit here and say, um, and you know, okay, blasphemy, whatever. Um, it's out there. This, these books that, Oh, you can't read them. Yeah. You can kiss my butt. Um, they're there. And if, I wasn't supposed to know the knowledge. I definitely wouldn't have been turned to that. You know, um, and even real quick, even Jeff will tell you, um, when, when Jeff's very cautious when he mentions, like, you know, I'm just going to use Enoch as an example, because that's the one that comes up the most, along with the Apocrypha and some of the other books, <laughs> is he, he said he never once ever says um, you shouldn't read these books. He, he specifically says, like, God put it on my heart that it wasn't meant for me. Um, that's him. Yeah, and that's I him. Loved, I, and I love Jeff to death. I love Jeff to death. That's how that's how he feels. But to me, this is written history. Um, these this, these are histories of those people that lived in that time, and especially with the I thought Yasher really messed with me. No, um, the book of the twelve patriarchs is messing with me more because they are talking about the letters that each one of his sons is giving to his children before they die, and the history that they're telling in that book and the things it, it's just, it, again, I'm, I, yeah, I, I've listened to it, but it's one of them ones where I've got to go back and listen again, because you get into the Levitic tribe. Well, that's, you know, again, that's a son of Jacob. And then Judah, that's another son of Jacob. And those two were basically picked out by, by father to, be the priest and be the kings of Israel. And that that was ordained to them then. And, you know, and here people go, oh, he didn't do it. Levi, he got to do a trip like Enoch did. He got to go to see, he got to go see the heavens. You know, God took him to see the heavens and see what it was. That's why he uh, ordained the, the priesthood on him just almost like they did with Enoch. I mean, it's, it's Enoch, the book of Enoch is okay. But when you start getting into the rest of them and start learning, you know, Yasher just follow Yasher is good because it, it follows the, the, the tribe of Abraham, which in turn, and then the 12 patriarchs takes you into, yeah, the kids of uh, Isaac. Um, it just, it's, 
it's mind it's not mind numbing but it's it's like we said the lies they they kept that out of there for a reason because they didn't want people to know that they again with the 12 tribes of israel and we're you know here we are going well what was the map at that time how was the layout where where were they so now if the if the 12 tribes of israel broke up and went that went ways that they said they don't want you to know that you could be one of the 12 tribes yeah. They don't want you to know what your how your royalty actually is, um, because if if we're the ones that scare the hell out of them. Yeah. Oh, absolutely. Straight up, straight up, because the sons of Jacob, they stomp some Nephilim butt. They, they just straight up stomp Nephilim butt, just like Joshua did. And it's all about it's all been about cleaning the bad seed. And I mean everything down to the last donkey. And we're still working on this today, you know, real quick, because, uh, you know, um, people, yeah. you know, it's people kind of, you know, they're agree, you know, like Jay Crest says, you know, just basically use discernment. And it's it's like that anything, um, even with even when you're reading scripture, using the discernment in order to understand it. You know, Pepper says no one says not to read it, just that you just aren't divinely inspired or as as um, Jeff would say, whoa, whoa. they're not necessarily Canaan, um, but or Canaan, but. Um, they are mentioned in scripture. Enoch is a great example. You know what I'm saying? So it's, it's, and like you said, you know, I read things on the Sumerians. I read things on all this stuff because you, you pointed out, you know, it's still history. It's things, you know what I'm saying? That kind of explains some things that we don't know. And it also shows, um, how things tie together in some ways. Okay. Um, I, I don't care. I'm going to stir that shit pot deep. I really don't care. Um, and I can have people hate me and i trust me. I can walk away from it and not really give a flying fleet. Do I trust the council of Nicaea? No. <laughs> okay. <laughs> Let's open up this wormhole bad and this, this hornet's nest. There we um, go. Yeah, here we go. Um, I don't trust him. I don't, I do not trust him. They can sit there and tell me that, oh, this is all you get. This is your canonized book. Kiss my ass. Um, no, because the only reason they did that was, again, the number the number two weapon they use is division. The number one weapon they use is fear. If you want to go to the number third weapon in my book is it's control. And the first two give you the third one. If you can get people to fear and you can divide them, you can control them. So here, we're going to give you this book. This is the only one you get to read, and for 1,500 years since 300 or more than that now, well, 1,400-some years, this is the only book that tells you what God and Jesus were like. <laughs> no. And people fell for it. You know, they, they fell straight up into it because the Roman emperor, Constantine, said, this is what we're going to give you Christians. When did we become Christians? Oh, wait a minute. Jesus was called Yahshua. Yeah, Jesus. Yeah, they don't there, mention there, there wasn't, Christianity. There, there was no Christ. There, that, was, there yeah. was no Christ ever. You were Christ-like. Don't quit. Quit with this terminology crap. Where you're again, we're using a word to divide people. Oh, and then six, three hundred years later, let's get this religion called Islam out there to where now we got somebody to fight the Christians because we we said that they hate them. <laughs> Give me a break, man. Um, and until we can, and, and this is, this is my thing. 
Oh, my brain hurts, dude. Um, and I love it. I, 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 I really love it. Um, and I'm glad he's taking me down this road. Who, because the histories of all this explain to me why we're in the shape we're in. Um, we, everybody's like, oh, you can read these books. Oh, and, and people can feel. Again, we are we are children of the Father, and we have we have the choice to do what we want. We are not a beehive collective. If we were a beehive collective, we would be screwed, straight up screwed, because nobody could think outside of a box. And that's basically what they did when they canonized the books to me, is they made a beehive. Now, people can think what they want. Again, we've been given choice of free thought. You know, and I'm not going to step on anybody's belief or what they want to feel. And don't step on mine. Um and if you do step on mine, be ready to come be ready for it because it's not going to be a fun little trip. Really, it's not. Um, I've had it up past my eyeballs with the dumb crap that everybody across this whole planet, again, we can stick 8 billion people in the state of New York side by side, everybody, and look how much we got. And they're telling us that, oh, you're overpopulating. Dude. There were 700,000 people standing around the ark when it started raining. You want to tell me we're overpopulated? No. And this is the stuff they don't want you to know. Think about how many. Nimrod had 900,000 men watching Abraham being burnt. That's not counting the women and children. And we're overpopulated. Oh, wait, since you don't know about that past history, then you're going to fall into that hole of, yes, we're overpopulated. No, no. Again, the failure to know the past and the history is a true, is a way to repeat history. And that's what we're doing. We are repeating history because we don't know the history and they don't want you to get the history because if you're out here doing like me and dipping your toe into what they're calling a crap pot, Oh, you're nuts. I don't really care. <laughs> I don't. Um, do I feel enlightened by going where I'm going? Yeah, I do. Because it's knowledge. Um, again, it's like with Christmas. And we talked about this a little bit last night. And Christmas, okay, whatever. Pagan, pagan, Sennelia holiday, blah, 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 blah. Okay, let's let's take it past that. If you're getting together with your tribe and you're celebrating each other, you are doing father's work. Um, you can have a Christmas tree there. Oh, that's the fallacy of Osiris. Well, get past that too. If you are getting together with your people or a different tribe and celebrating father, then it, it, it takes it all out. I mean, you, it's not there. Um, they can represent themselves however they want, but everything they do, they turn it upside down. So we just flip it back. Um, I'm going to go out on Christmas and I'm going to my buddy's house and I'm going to sit there with his tribe and we are going to enjoy and talk about just, and it's going to be the young kids that are going to be learning the histories from us older guys talking about it, just like they did back then. All history was passed down by mouth mm -hmm. and we've gotten away from that. Well, this is we don't you, do it anymore. We don't do it anymore. Well, we, we've seen examples, you know, of modern history. When I say modern, I'm talking like 1700s forward um, that have been manipulated. And, you know, I believe personally, you know, that the, the scripture itself, you know, the living word of God 
is absolutely real. But I also enjoy reading, like you said, those other books because they do tie things in. And I think the one big worry or the one that they use anyways is that, you know, going outside of the scripture and reading those other books um, may pull you away from the belief in the Christ and so forth. And and that's the thing, though, is that, you know, that's one thing that Jeff says is always to have that firm, mm-hmm. that firm relationship with Christ. And, uh, you know, I, I've read a lot of those books and none of it has ever pulled me away from my faith it's, and my my connection with christ it's pulled me in harder it, see in ways it has because it it, it does man because it, it's it's crazy yes i've read the bible it's been a long time ago and i'm i'm re i'm rereading it but in my heart i already i already get to <laughs> crap and this is not saying that i'm super intelligent or whatever i get the premise you know what i'm saying it it's a collection. It, the The Bible is still a collection of those people's lives in that time. It's a history book. It's a straight up history book is what the Bible is. And, and that's what people, I, I've had people, man, it pisses me off bad. Um, and we've talked about this too. And excuse me, um, smoke sausages, having rich revenge um, <laughs> that, I hear a lot of people think of the people in the in the book as characters. They're not characters. They are people. They lived in that time. They yeah. they lived. These people that are in these other books, when you those were people that were writing this down, just like the Sumerian text. This is their written word. Um, the book of the Bible is more. It's a history book of 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 father i'm not going to call it christianity i'm not it's well they didn't even history. call it the, no christ no. never once said you are now a christian no and that's just it and and christ all all in everything you read all he asked was for you to have faith and believe um and that, that's like giving over your burdens I, I was talking about that last night and I and, and and dude, can't you? And Punky was talking about too when she, because she gave into she give she gave to Christ, and she like she said her feeling. And I go when when I gave my burdens that I were carrying over to Father, I can't explain the feeling. Um, honestly, I can't because, and I'm not going to say it's like it's a weight lift because that's so generic. Um, damn, I still can't. You know. <sighs> And I'm not going to call it a reward either because it's not a reward. All it did for what it did for me was let me grow. Um, Because I wasn't. Damn it. Where do you go with that? Um, Okay. You're a, you're a, you're a, a, a plant covered by a pot with your burdens. You know what I mean? You know where I'm going with this? Yeah. So you, you, you get no growth, you get no sunlight, you get nothing. You're, you don't grow. You, you, you give them those burdens over to father to carry for you. And now you get to grow again. I told my boss today, I said, dude, I love you. And I love working here, but intellectually wise, there's something going on, pal. And this part ain't working now. And I'm serious. It, it, it just, now I've, now I'm feeling like I'm I'm being stymied at my job. It, it it's nuts because there's 
again, this enlightenment that's coming with this knowledge that it's, it's scary as hell. Um, because, oh man, <laughs> um, it, it, it's really bad because he works in ways that we, we, we question and we don't know the ways that he works. Um, dipping into this and everybody can sit here and say, Oh yeah, don't do this. You know, those, this, and again, they can be against me all they want. Um, then that's fine because you, you got, you have that choice to have your own belief and your, your way you want to believe. I'm never going to tell anybody how to believe um, because that's not for me to do um, for me. The only thing for me to do is to get the word out there and express it in my way for them because I'm not going to be a cookie cutter person, if you know what I'm saying. So again, with giving the burdens over, it, 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 it allows you to be able to breathe and to grow more from where you're at now. And once you start doing that, the world opens up in more ways than you, than you can know. Um, the love in your heart changes the, the just towards people that changes um you become oh man i'm gonna get too deep um uh, you 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 ascend to this level of understanding that can get scary for some people because they might not want to be on that le- again you pull them from a comfort and that's what we got right now we got too many people that are comfortable being stupid i hate to say it that way but it kind of is so talk, Duncan, so my brain can reshuffle. <laughs> right. Well, no, I mean, I'm glad we're having this conversation because, you know, I hear um, a lot of a lot of people will have this back and forth, you know, because I'm one of those people that enjoys reading it. And they some of these things were in scripture. They were pulled out. Other ones tie straight into it. Um, and it's almost like uh, in ways, I think everything that's in the Bible that we read, you know, Old Testament, New Testament um, is the living word of God. And that, you know, we have the the main focuses, the things that are the most important are in that book. Um, for instance, that relationship with God, um, that relationship with Christ, uh, the Christ sacrifice so that we could have salvation, spreading the gospel, repentance, and so forth. So, I mean, all of that stuff is absolutely covered. And I believe that, you know, it was probably one of God's big rules is like, look, you know, you can't touch this. You know, I've had people saying, you know, because I don't trust in the whole Constantine thing, just like you were talking about. You know, I'm sketchy about that because he wasn't a true Christian. Um, you know, so I do enjoy reading those other books, no question about it. And like I said, is you know, just having that um, that true relationship with Christ, that true relationship with God, and having that discernment, it's like reading any book. You know, what I'm saying like um, I know uh, John and I, MSM Liars, have had some phenomenal discussions. Mm-hmm. You know, going back and talking about Gilgamesh, going in and talking about um, you know other things. Uh, you know, but remember too, is it in Revelation? It literally, I, I don't, I can't remember exactly where it is in there, but it talks about you know anyone who dare change this word or in the book will be removed from the book of life. You know what I'm saying? So okay. at some point, this was accounted for, and you know, Pepper says, you know, you can't go adding books um, today. You know what I'm saying? But these things weren't added; they were removed, and and you haven't seen anything added to Scripture because, like I said, I'm sure that God's got a divine rule. He's like, uh, uh-uh. uh. You know what I'm saying? Like you can't take away anything that's going to remove their self that's going to remove their opportunity and chance at salvation, that kind of knowledge. But it's also like um, 
you know, in a way I wonder sometimes, cause I've heard, I've had this conversation multiple times. It's like giving you the lock and then removing the key. If you, if you take just a couple of words here and there or a book or something like that, does it still have the message? Absolutely. But like you said, the history, are, are, are you disagreeing with me? No, I'm, I'm reading Chad. I'm sorry. I'm, my brain's going five places. You're yeah. good. So and, um, and that's, that's what this is. This is, this is chasing squirrels and I love it because this, this is, this is the whole thing. We're having a conversation here that to me is awesome because we got pepper saying that the apocryphy was added. No, 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 no. You found a, what your Bible was at 17 or, or, or moon wolf found how old, what, what, he found one that was Bible? in that, that was 1800s and it actually okay. had the apocrypha still in it. That was, and this was, but this was after Constantine. Um, you know, I think Pep or uh, Jay Crest just said it was removed in 1611. You know, so I mean, it was it was definitely a, a while back. Um, well, but, but nonetheless, see, now, like, okay, I'm just real quick. So Enoch, you know, these 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 were people that were mentioned in Scripture, and then you know they they talk about Nephilim. You can find that in Scripture. Um, and you know that stuff piques my interest. I'm like, whoa, I want to know more about this. You, know, you can find that stuff in um. And Enoch, but nothing that I've read in any of those other books um, changes my no, faith. It yeah, exactly. It does. See, and that's what that's that's the point I was getting at. It doesn't change the belief it, to me. For for me, so I'm so I can state this, so nobody comes after you for me, and they can come after me all they want. I really don't care. Um, it 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 it's bringing me to a higher level, dude. Um, of understanding because in the book of Maccabees, you get into the fact that the Jews and the Romans in 134 AD were bringing treaties on each other to not destroy each other. How significant is that? Especially where we are today. And again, we get into the fact that, okay, did the Jews have their hand in having the book canonized and uh, these things taking out? Because again, these, these, books that we're talking about and the the history in them again we're talking about the lineages of jesus here that's isaac that's jacob mm -hmm. that comes out of the that that comes from abraham and then if you want to get down to it that comes from shem i mean you have to know where you came from to know where you're going you yeah, and I, I agree with that you can't because if if you stifle yourself to just oh, to just this and say oh this is all you get okay I only get to eat this you're going to die. You're, right. Well, let me ask you this question right here. Uh, okay. What does religion What does religion mean to God? It doesn't mean anything. Nothing. To him. It means Not absolutely a damn nothing. Thing because. See, we did man-made religion man-made religion and i've always said too is that the difference you know you've got spiritual um connection you've got um religion and spirituality is that absolute undeniable um relationship with god that feeling you get when god's in your heart when you do things for god you serve god that relationship is spiritual religion in my opinion is political and yes. and this is where um they use religion itself in order to divide because you made a comment earlier you know 
there i don't i don't even know personally i don't think christianity is ever mentioned anywhere in the bible um that was a word that we defined as followers of christ but you've heard me before is i i, I still say christian um it's in the title of our show kilted christian but, i know but, i know dude i know but all, all in all um i consider myself a follower of christ and i really don't like using that term christian or christianity because those that that word right there that um religious aspect is what is used to divide the people instead of bringing people together and it is and that's that's just it we can't we the way that oh, man um the way they've twisted everything and we know this everything is so twisted um and to unravel it man that is hard um because i'm i'm watching chat right here and there's <laughs> mm -hmm. <laughs> yeah it's good um it, trust me people i'm not here to to wreck your life i'm not here to do that your life is yours god gave you your life not me not duncan not anybody that comes on here and talks we're not the ones that gave you your life and your way of living that is yours god give you your life we did um you're oh man where uh, g oh where do you go with all this um because i don't want people to think that it's 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 one way or the highway because it's not with father if if you if you put father in a box you have done him injustice big time because he's not in a box no and, no. That, and that's like that's like fighting people say oh huh, why do i gotta worry about it? i'm getting ready to go to heaven <laughs> oh no um my view on that is if you're not going to fight for father why the hell would he fight for you and you have to give that same love back and to me fighting for him is that same love yeah the, the people the people in that day fought for him dude they put their their whole families online for father. They and father never asked them. They did that to not to not to not to um, worship him, but to be there with him as the as he was with them. Because yeah. you, you know, a, father was with Abraham from day one. He was with Jacob from day one, even though. Jacob took Esau's birthright by he didn't do it a very well way. His mama told him to go in there with a with a sheepskin on to take uh, um, Esau's birthright. Yeah, you um, know. So let's let's not let's not twist everything around a pole so tight that you can't see the pole. No, yeah, exactly. I mean, you know, it, no, it's it's I, oh, the, these. We're, we're stifling ourselves because we're not we we're not wanting to get to this ascension point of knowledge that gets us to where we understand where we're at because it's like i said i go out now and it's it, i i was pissed but really because the matrix i don't i hate to bring it up but whenever i go out now and i watch people the, i see the code <laughs> no it, but you, we, it is it, it, it is a matrix <laughs> You know, um, real quick, you know, Pepper brings up uh, Acts eleven twenty six is where it does mention Christians, and it was uh, it was something that that they were called. So it, it took place in Antioch. So it says, and when he found him, he brought him to Antioch. So for the whole 
year, Barnabas and Saul met with the church and taught great numbers of people. The disciples were called Christians first at Antioch. So it was basically just um, somebody saying somebody called. Yeah, exactly. It wasn't Christ. It's like, and you are now Christians, you know, um, no. it was it was a man-made term to, you know, something that's easy to call them, like Matt had said, you know, just uh, yeah. and. And that makes sense. Um, but I also it single, it single people out. Yeah, it, it does single people out. And, it, you know, it was like, OK, well, those specifically the ones that follow Christ. Mm -hmm. um, yeah. But but I also feel that, you know, these terminologies like you were talking about, you know, we're saying religion is a, a political thing is that it's religion or excuse me, spirituality was was one of the purposes was to unify and bring us together, you know, as God's children there and in go. ways the po politics of actual religion do the exact opposite. They, they divide us. And, you know, we've seen um, multiple different religions in this world, but then just look at Christianity just alone. How many sets of Christianity are there? You know what I'm saying? Man, it's, that, that's just, that's just it. We've talked about this before too. Why do you have six different churches in a, in a, in a city? Why would you have five different churches in a town of a thousand? Oh, we've got like, 20 20 like, yeah we have okay. a lot i know we got a lot here too so if if we're under one banner if you want to go that route if we're under one banner the banner of father why are we not having one big congregation every sunday or if, if that's what people want to do well see and that's i agree that's how it should be Is and, it, and you know i don't i don't i don't and again i don't care um i don't do the church i don't do the church thing because he's in me i am him we are him we he rests in us i don't need somebody up there going if you do do this you're going to be a sinner blah 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 you're going to go to the no um you should know that you don't have to have somebody to sit there and tell you this if if you want to if you want to congregate and come together do it just do it and and talk about it, and, but don't let somebody. Cause see, six different churches means you have six different divisions in a city, yeah. Because they all don't see eye to eye. Well, no, and then not to mention the individuals within the church itself. You know, um, Steve, a uh, great Papa Steve Cusick says, uh, "We are the church. Yes. We are the church." Truth Patriot says, "We're two or more gathered," um, and I agree with that one hundred percent. Technically, you know, this is the former church right here coming together, having these conversations civilly. Um, and that's the problem is, uh, is where's my gun? Oh uh, yeah. I love you. Exactly. Yeah. You're not going to do any good from there, man. I hope your gun can shoot all the way from Indiana. <laughs> uh -oh. I got a big, no, but it, it, you're right, man. Go ahead though. Go ahead. But not so going with that thought. yeah. Church isn't a building. We, the, the temple, the temple are the people. Um, and this is the thing though, is that you're right. You know, we, we, cause I see a lot of people, um, that are, that are you know, call themselves Christians, devout Christians or whatever. And what do they do? They they go to church every single Sunday, but what do they do Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday, Thursday, Friday, and Saturday? <laughs> and that's the thing is like, you know, so, so who's yeah. better off? Honestly, who's better off the man and the woman that go to church on Sundays and then spend the rest of the time on doing earthly things or those that live in the church seven days a week that don't actually go to the wooden Kirk. And see that that's, that's just it because at the time when Jesus was around, um, and I think me and Devo had this last night, or I was, I was, it, it's hard telling dude, so much information here lately. Um, I've had 
discussions with high Vista on a lot of things. And we bounce, we're bouncing so much stuff around. I'm bouncing so much stuff around still and, and gathering it. Like you said, you have people that go sit and for six days, once they walk out of that, or wait, well, I don't even want to bring a Catholic into this because then all oh, you, you ruffle the feathers, who cares again, but every day you should be doing something again, faith, believe, and try to be a good person every day, um, every day, all day. It, 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 yes. Because if you woke up today, you were given a blessing. Mm-hmm. Um, you, and if you don't look at it like that, I'm sorry, because you don't have to wake up. There's a lot of people that don't get to wake up with another blessing. No, well, God, um, God didn't promise us tomorrow. No, not one bit. And what you do with that, even though, again, the 12 apostles, were they good people? <laughs> no, they're us. Well, no, um, see, that's the beautiful that's, thing. That's the, that's the thing that people don't get. That's the, the beautiful thing. The were us. Yeah, that's the beautiful thing of the apostles and the disciples, is that they were normal people with normal problems. You know, um, Simon Peter had anger issues. <laughs> you know, I mean, like, they, they all... You know, Mary they, was a whore. Dude. Yeah, exactly. They, they were they were human. They were sinners. They were misfits. DJ Pooh, exactly. They were misfits. Simon um, was an assassin. <laughs> you know, come on. Um, yes, you're right. So keep going with that for a minute. Yeah. Just yeah. Like, I mean, that's that's the beautiful thing. Not that. Um, honestly, that was one of the the things when I realized is because when when you're younger and you're hearing about the apostles and the disciples. You know, you, you hear them in a more innocent way. Like you don't see them. You see them as like, like Christ people and not necessarily humans that are following Christ. And, you know, today as an adult, when I go back and I read this stuff, um, I, I am like, wow, you know, it just, it, it, it blows my mind though, because it makes me, it, it gives me that hope. It's like, yeah, man, we, we can be saved through Christ because Christ didn't pick the elite he didn't pick the righteous man he had a bunch of people that were literally learning along the way the thunder brothers you know like the thunder brothers yeah and and you're right because we save ourselves you you have the right to save yourself that's i guess that's that's uh, that's something that is is really coming out that you duncan can't save me I can't save living. I can't save you. I can save myself. And everybody has that right. They can either save themselves or they can be drugged down. That's, that's, that's all. That's again, that freedom of what father gives us. And it's, and it's, and it's like what you're talking about reading this stuff. Now we got to remember back in that time, these people lived in encampments of thousands of people and these stories of the 12 patriarchs of the jubilees of yasher of oh where do you want to go um any of the others those were tales that those those were histories that were taught to them and the young people like today and it's (laughs) this cracks me up i just saw this when i go to my buddy's house he will tell his grandkids hey i'm here with my friend get away or go in the other room you know what i'm saying the whole point of it back then was you had the young kids that were sitting there listening to this. And at 12, we got to remember something at 12 years old and 15 years old back then they were warring. Those, those, those people were out fighting wars against Nephilim and Canaanites 
And by the age of 20, some of them were running nations. Okay, where did we where did we go off that week? There again, our intellectual and our faith um, has been stymied to a point that you don't get to this. If uh, when they divided us as far as families go, our our tribal units, that was that was more of a destruction to us than the nuclear family because the nuclear family altogether again is a tribe and that's i brought that point up that after my late wife passed away i had my tribe which was my mother and my grandmother they helped me raise my son if it wasn't for that tribe i don't know where my son would be and again we 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 get away are we a tribe that's sitting here right now i've got a misfit what what is it i got the tribe of misfits sitting in chat right now and yes we still want that shirt duncan um, and yeah. we, and we, the misfit tribe is who we are. And that's, that's fine with me. Um, they know that when we come together, we're a tribe and that's, that's what we are doing here. We are two different people, which have different tribes that are coming together and speaking of things that, well, they might make you uneasy and you're going, well, you can't talk about that. Yes, I can. Because again, this is the history that they would have talked about around their fire camp, their camps at night back in those days, because this is their living history. Again, if it's the living word of father, if the Bible is the living word of father, why isn't all of the living history of father? Because it is all of it is everything, everything that they don't want you to know is the living history of father, because these people walked with father. How can you well, know father with only knowing a piece? Well, even things that have happened in our day, you know, in our lifetime or just before our lifetime, I mean, everything from the moment earth was created until today is father's work. Yes. You know what I'm saying? And and we've seen, like I said, we, we've seen examples. We're watching it. Literally, we're watching it happen right in front of our eyes where they're, they're altering history. They're removing statues. They're, they're taking away anything. So in just two generations down the road, they won't know this stuff exists. I literally, I'm not joking. I literally saw an argument today about um, a girl that was saying that uh, Abraham Lincoln was black and so was Be Beethoven. <laughs> I know. And I said, laugh at that crap, and I'm going, oh, and here again, here again, it, it's making my point for the, the canonization of the Bible. And what, how I see this is this was their way of tearing down history. By by taking out what they did, they tore that history out just like they're doing today. And it's still the Nephilim who are doing this. Um, do I think the Jews and the Romans were are still and and here we are, you have to think about who the Jews are and who what they were doing to stifle the people of God. Um the and you don't want to say the true people because again. If somebody has, say, a spingent of a, a Nephilim gene in them, that doesn't mean they can't be saved. We're talking about pure bloods here, and that's that's what people got to understand. This 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 war is for more than what what a lot of people want to understand. I had this conversation today when I went back into the shop, and, and these guys are looking at me like I'm nuts, and I'm going. You know, when shit hits the fan, don't come to me. I've been sitting here telling you all this is getting to going to be bad. And they're going, yeah, okay, well, looking at you like you're nuts. And I can see now how people probably thought 
Jesus was nuts and his apostles. You know, they're out there talking about this stuff and people are looking at them going, well, you're batshit crazy. <laughs> oh, am I now? Well, what have you learned that makes you think that that, I mean, are you sticking with something that you have been told that you have to learn or you've been told to be taught or you are told this is the way you have to do things? That puts you in a box. Why are you in a box? That's what I want to know. Why are you in a box? Father never put you in a box. Father, Father had you born to this world. World, not box, a world. Yeah. To do, to do for him. Not you're gonna you're gonna stumble like hell through life, man. That that's just a given. Um to to sit out here and to bring people closer to to father is to open their minds up to to the the possibilities and without having that knowledge of what the, judah in his letter to his sons he spoke of jesus he was telling them there will come a day when a man will come to bring people together oh they've been all you through wouldn't, the you have known about that jesus I mean, was, yeah jesus was the one that breathed life into this world into this earth dude Enoch talks of talks of Jesus. He speaks of the elect one, the elect Daniel, one. Daniel talked about it. The you know the, it, the son of man coming in the clouds. Um, let's let's go back to Daniel real quick because it kind of falls into what you're saying. You were talking about you know manipulation. Okay, sure, alteration, sure. manipulation. Okay, so um, Daniel was a prophet and. He was always right. Like God chose him. This wasn't like, you know, a man anointed him or he was like, hey, I'm a prophet. Like God anointed this uh, Daniel a prophet. So, so what bloodline did he come from? Judah or Levi? I don't know which one Daniel came from. I think he came from Judah. From Judah? If so, he did, if he, but if he came from Levite, then that would, that would be, you would be, that would, that would understand why he was a prophet because the Levitican tribes again yeah, were the priests. Yeah. Debbie says Judah. Yes. Yeah. So, so then Judah was Judah was then that explains that one too because those two were picked out of that brotherhood to be above them in in a way. So yeah, go with go along with that. All right. So um, in one of the prophecies that he had, you know, is that God said that the there would be the fall of the four kingdoms, seven nations, four kingdoms. Um, how, we've got like hundreds of nations right now, hundreds of nations around this world. So. You know, I, I certainly don't believe God's wrong. I just believe that it's an expansion of those same exact original kingdoms and the original seven nations that God talked about. Because, you know, Daniel was like, I thought these were going to, you know, be gone by now. And God was like, well, you know, my people aren't quite ready yet. So here we are um, 2,000 years later. Um, the nation, were, you know, are going to fall. The, the promise comes down as well. You know, we see what Revelation talks about. But, you know, in, in my opinion, yes, we've got hundreds of nations in this world but i believe that that's just a it's a it's it's just a growth of the actual original seven nations so the same original nations are still ruling this earth you know the roman empire never died the the nazis never died you know what i'm saying all they do is they infiltrate and reinvent and you think that these things are gone but they're actually still around so yes we've got hundreds of nations and countries around this world but i still believe that they're exactly tied in just like you know, the Brits were the Romans that were trying to wipe out the, the Celts and the Scots and so forth. Like, they all stem from the same exact thing. The exact truth says they don't die, they multiply. Um, well, 
and see you're you're right on that because there were six there were six empires and the romans were the last empire that never fell and when you when i say and when you said nations well this has to click there are 12 tribes those are 12 nations the 12 tribes of G, of jacob are the nations of god that's that's the nations that that were rose up to fight against this and the six the six dynasties if you want to look at them like that most of them were headed by what race or what what bloodline most of them were ran by the bloodline of the nephilim yes and so you know um the 12 nations of jacob that is the lineage that is 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 oh wow that is the that is the nations that were never nations is that you know where i'm going with that yeah i mean they were dispersed over the earth to be were they were they dispersed to be hidden would father do that sure he would he says he wouldn't hit hide them that's Perfect. you know you're not going to put your best your best out there just to have that taken out but yet those 12 nations knew that they had to fight for father and to get rid of the 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 bad seed that was still there to, after the flood because we are still fighting that bad seed we're still they, fighting they, them today yeah i mean yes they they want to tear down our history why again if you don't know your history you're bound to repeat it it's it's this way they can this way they can throw that nice shiny new polished turd up that has different jewels in it at you and you go ooh <laughs> i'll go along with that without knowing that you did it already um i'm not i'm not playing that game um i'll, I'll be out I'm, I'm out there speaking some brutal truths to people in life dude and i have no problem doing it um you know we were talking about a leader compared to a boss a boss don't it, it, we can get into oh, let's just bring an example of, of hasbro hasbro's getting rid of 2200 people and in one of their departments, it was magic and Dungeons and Dragon cards, whatever. But that was a profitable part of it. And they're getting rid of those people. But yet last year, the CEO made $3 million. This year, he made $9 million. Okay. So how can you not live on the $3 million you got last year and give up that $6.5 million to keep your people employed? True. The difference, the difference between a boss and a leader. You know, and it's the same thing God is to is he's 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 our leader. He's not our boss. He gives us everything without without thinking about it. He will give his shirt. He, he gave his son. Dude, that's more than a shirt off your back, you know, and you can't get a lot of people to get past that part of it. Um, so when somebody goes, yeah, they'll give your shirt off your back to me, that's saying, well, you know, most it's it's like father giving his son all to us to give us where we are here to, to be we know we have salvation in him and we we can be taken up that is still your choice to take that shirt um and to to limit ourselves on our thought i'm not going to do it um it, it's not going to happen because i have a i have this supercomputer that was given to me to play with it's not a train it's not a plane i didn't play with it on the floor that's not what that's not what's wrong with me i didn't hear train and plane and play with it when i was born 
um, it's going to absorb as much knowledge as that I can get. And again, this knowledge is stuff that I feel, I feel to me is important. Um, it's still, it's, those books are still a written history, just like the Bible is. And again, I cannot trust man. I cannot, uh, I cannot trust man as far as I can throw him because all man is into is power, greed, and the seven deadly sins. So you have got to get past that point, but some people, but uh, we've been manipulated for a long time and we're still being manipulated. We can go, we can talk about that with our mainstream media. You can't get people to shut CNN off, dude, shut CNN off. If you want to stop the manipulation and do a blackout, shut down mainstream media for a week and see what happens. And you know what would happen. People would lose their mind if they couldn't watch their their mainstream media at night or their local news to get their fix of, here it is. You know, it's, it's, we've got to stop. We've got to stop being put in boxes. And again, like we said, we, you've got church, 20 churches down there. Why aren't you all just meeting in one big place to have a congregation and talk? Hmm. Because if you all believe in God, you ought to be able to come together as one people. That's true. No, I, yeah, I agree. No, I totally agree. So, so why are we d- being divided by churches? Well, that's the whole point is to divide. to divide. Yeah. You know, we, we're, we're, <laughs> we're arguing with each other. We're fighting each other instead of focusing on the initiative, which is God's mm-hmm. mission his service. You know what I'm saying? And that's the whole thing is like, and I always use Christianity's example, that particular, because, you know, like, um, Protestants, um, Methodists, Baptists, oh, yeah. they, you know, uh, Episcopalians, they all believe in Jesus. You know what I'm saying? It's just those minor things. And I always go back to that one little thing in um, the life of Brian where he's like, follow the shoe. <laughs> no, follow the gourd. You know what I'm saying? It's it, it's kind you know of what? like that. It's it's a, it's it's a different way of believing or a different way of praying or, you know, um, maybe a different way of baptizing. But that's that shouldn't be enough to, like, separate us into different categories. We should still be on the same we are the children of God's side. Um, but we're not, though. We're not. Um, you got a, you got a Catholic church in your town, and if, if okay, air quote Christians, or air quote Baptist, or air quote Pentecostal, or air quote Jehovah Witness, if you put those six together, <laughs> they're not going to see the same. But yet, you're supposed to see the same. Well, see, but it's like that with any individual. Let, let's say we're all Baptist. Every one of us are. Um, you know, if you were to sit us down into a single room and be like, okay, guys, I want to meet you again next Saturday. Um, I want you all to read these verses. When we sit down with one another, you know, we're reading the same thing. We're reading from the same book. We may be reading from the same exact, you know, the King James Version, whatever, you know, version we ended up choosing but we perceive things in different ways. And that's the beauty of sitting down and having conversations, which we should all do as followers of Christ. See, that's why, um, I, you know, using those religious terms and, and the, the sets, you know, kind of bugs me is because we, we do, we need to be unified right now more than ever. Yep. We need to be unified because we've already got, we've already got a, a counterpart and that's the yep. devil and, and evil. You know what I'm saying? So we need to yep. come together in the name of righteous, the name of Christ, and and like you said, let go of the the stigma that, that's attached to the actual religion yep. and focus on the spirit. You know, so you mentioned um, you know, earlier in the show about, you know, 
could have been the deception of geography and so forth. Now we talk about the tel- the twelve tribes. I'm going to jump out here and, and talk about the thirteen. Um, oh, you know, okay. because it was the split. You know, there were two brothers that owned the same land, and basically a tribe was the land. But what happened when Dan ended up moving? So, one thing that's always interested me, and uh, and like I said, this is a little bit out, but I enjoy talking about this stuff. This is how we learn. Is uh, Dan was a hunter. Dan uh-huh. was represent. He, he had a seal that was an eagle. And now let's come all the way over here to the United States of America. And around the okay. world. So first off, you've got the United Nations, all right? The United Nations is made up of 193 um, state members, all right? Or members of the state. So 9, 10, 11, 12, 13. So you've got 9 plus 3 plus 1, you know, equals 13. 13 is a number <laughs> that pops up a lot because what happened? Our, our country was started on the original 13 colonies. And then I want you to go through and look at the, the presidential seal itself. The presidential seal is literally an eagle which kind of falls into Dan. Um, Does it have 12 arrows? It has 13 arrows. Okay. (laughs) And it's got 13 um, ivies. Let me me pose this to you. But olive branches. branches. There were were 12 fallen that were leaders, and they had one leader that was Simyaza, which made 13. There were 12 apostles and Jesus that made 13. There was, th- there, but there was a 13 because remember Judah uh, or Judas left and then it was um, replaced um, by it, another. It, it, there were still 12 and one. It was 13. Yeah. yeah that's, it, it's, it's 12 apostles and Jesus. Yeah. Then you have 12 tribes of Jacob and Jacob. It's 13. Yeah. Mattias was the replacement. Thank you, Pepper. How, how many, how many times has this number played out? I mean, oh, over it, and over. Father, and this is where I, I just look up and go, dude, really, you've got to stop with the numbers. <laughs> I mean, um, <laughs> and then, then, then we can, but the 13, you're right. It, the, this, this is a, um, Dan, who is again, the son of Jacob. Yeah. You know, he, he was, he was still one of the, one of the 12 that was the sons of Jacob mm-hmm. and I, Israel. So yes, I can go along with that See, And that's where we got the beginning, the geography where we don't know we have no clue of what this looked like back then we have no clue you know the land could have all been just right together and then it started doing its separation just like everything yeah, else and you don't need a big bang to do that see that's the thing is you know no. when i hear people arguing well that had to have been a big bang it's like dude this is god <laughs> we're talking about man literally the god was outside of everything created everything that we see around this do you, do you honestly think that he can't like let things you know become you know grow over the years spread out i mean it's oh, god yes yes yes, yes. So, have you ever been hit with something and didn't know where it come from oh no yeah okay so okay there you go you i know, mean it's same it's the same thing yeah see because in my opinion, no. like not even my opinion, like God is literally capable of absolutely everything <laughs> and you don't need science to explain uh-huh. it. You know, it's God, uh-huh. you know, it's a lot God. of this is unexplainable. If we were to understand everything, our heads would blow up. You know what I'm Good. saying? Like if we, if we wouldn't be able to, to hold a portion of the wisdom and brilliance of God in our brains without like imploding ourselves you know what well, i'm saying like that goes to the 12 fallen too he goes and he told enoch he goes i did not give them all the knowledge yeah they only took they only had part of the knowledge they didn't have all the knowledge you know so yeah that's and you said exploding 
dude, that's what's happening to me at the moment is, is this knowledge is, <laughs> yeah, it's, it's, there, there's, there's little neurons blowing off in my brain like crazy. Um, take, oh, I can hear them. Because... We've been, we've been hearing them since we started the show, just little pops <laughs> here and there. <laughs> but, it, but again, I love it because, um, it's a, it, it, I feel it's a gift to be given that because not a lot of people want that gift. Uh, if you want to look at it as a gift or I'm not looking at it as a curse because with knowledge is how you grow. Um, that is growth is knowledge. Um, even like we're saying with the, like you said, with having some six people from a Baptist church or wherever coming together, yeah, everybody's going to read everything different. Again, that that's the whole point of the free thinking part of what Father give us. You're allowed to think whatever you want. Um, you know, uh, just just again going back to stymieing yourself or 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 setting yourself into one box and not ever going out of that. To me, is is an injustice to what Father give us because. Dude, when you look at when when you really look at who we are and how we're made up, we're we're something special. Oh, you know, we absolutely are. I mean, we we are special more than we know we are. And even more special, you know, is the fact is that you know, 2000 years later, 2000 plus years after Christ died on that cross, we're still openly and and joyfully talking about him. You know what I'm saying? So so no matter what may have happened back in history, what was removed, any kind of um, distractions or deception that they've tried to put on to us, it couldn't be done. You know what I'm saying? That that shows you how powerful God is, is even though we are arguing over little things, you know, because I, mean, I had a, a talk the other day where someone was trying to convince me that the seven deadly sins was actually talked about in one area in the script in the Bible. And I'm, well, it's not. You know the the seven or the the sins are talked about separately throughout the Bible, but there's no area in Scripture that says the seven deadly sins. You know, all put um, together. Can I jump in a minute? Yeah, okay. you've been jumping in all yeah. night. I know it. I know, but I don't. Can I jump in a minute? I, I know you do. I love it, man. <laughs> oh, this this is the best stuff right here. Um, oh, I got to remember which one it is. Judah, I think it's Judah, or it could be Levite. He talks about the seven sins in the book of the patriarchs. He lays them out, and it's nuts, man. I'm going, oh, crap. He talks about all of it, the gluttony, the fornication, the, the greed, and, he, and, and, it, it, and it's broke down in a different way, but you sit there and listen, and you go, Crap, that's the seven deadly sins. And he's talking about all of it. And yes, it's not in scripture. It don't bring it up, but they're in the 12, in that 12 book of the 12 patriarchs. It's there. You know, again, this is the stuff they don't want you to, they, to me, they've taken, when they did that, for me, they took a part of father away from us. Big time, because those people were father. They were a father. And they took it away. Yeah. They, they, they said, you can't have that. <laughs> Wrong person to tell that to. Um, <laughs> yeah, big time. 
because I'm going to, I'm going to, I'm going to have it. You're not stopping me on it. It's, it's going to happen. And it's going to be talked about from now until probably the day I die. And sorry, Duncan, we're still going to have these conversations. I <laughs> know oh, we are <laughs> because there's, there's so much to learn. Well, maybe not too much longer because <clears throat> love is alive. Just busted us. Okay, we are AI. Yeah. We 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 hired a couple of dudes to go to Bard's Fest yeah. to pretend to be us. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. I was the one that was walking around the fringe of the crowd. That was me. Um, and, the, yeah. and the only way you knew me is if I laughed. Um, that that that's bad. That my laugh gave me away. Um, I'm I'm not going to uh discuss my my perceptions on bard fest and all that i'm not going to do that on here i will do that in, with somebody on phone calls and that but i won't um nah no nah, it ain't happening um that that that's past and it, it's something that i will talk with friends about on phones or whatever but that's an enlightening point too um just to say it like that um there was a growth that happened don't don't ask me what the growth was but there was a growth that happened then and we all felt it if you if if you were there you you felt this something happened and was it for the bad or for the good i think it was for the good personally so that's it on that um but yes it, it to get to a point of where we can understand who we are as people and a creation i guess a creation if you want to go there because we are a creation we're not people we are a creation that was bestowed upon us by by father that you you were given this oh this gift is something that we all take for granted um and if somebody says they don't i'm gonna slap the shit out of you because you do um, at some point in life, you finally understand that you took it for granted. And then you go, wow, um, where do I go? Uh, you know, you, you've got the grace. He's given you the grace to come back and you should be thankful for that. A lot of people don't understand that. They don't understand that. Oh, I stumbled. I don't, I, I got to stay down. No, you don't. Father never said, I'm going to keep you down. Um, it's always, it's always uplifting. And it's like with the sins, these, these things that they said we can't have are the things that I feel we need, because that gives the growth to understand that this is why they want us divided. Um, because they know if we come together as a people, how the strength of us is, is more that they can handle. Why are they, why are they? And we can go to the so-called great awakening if you want right now that this great awakening we're in. And again, this is talked about by Enoch. This is talked about by Judah. This is talked about again by Daniel. There's a there's an awakening happening with people now that we have never seen before. You you, you never saw this kind of information. Well, there was there probably was some kind of information overload at one point in time again, but you know. And this is the crazy one. They say that I've heard, I've heard, I don't know if you've ever heard this thing. The time will come when the word is heard around the world. Yeah. Have you ever heard that? Yeah. Huh? Well, the word yeah. being heard around the world. Be heard around. Well, here we are. We're yeah. being heard around the world. No, and it's becoming um, more and more every day. And that's one beautiful thing is that, you know, 
God didn't create us a bunch of robots. He gave us free will. We have the choice to be good. We have the choice to be bad. We have the choice to follow God. We have the choice to decide not to follow God. Um, but, you know, those are pretty black and white. You know what I'm saying? The dip, you know, I don't care if you're a religious, spiritual or not. We all understand the difference between good and bad. Um, you know, so once you got a big group of people, they're like, I'm choosing good. What are they, what other option do they have? But to try to divide those people amongst one another, it's no different than the party system here in our country. Do we all want freedom? Absolutely. Do we want liberty and independence? You better believe we do. Yep. Um, but they, they fight us. They get us fighting one another once again, because the more we are, um, disagreeing with one another, the less we're, we're focusing on the true enemy that needs to be removed and destroyed. And that, and that's right. And that, that's the conversation I had today too. Cause when we were talking about, <laughs> I love them. Um, the owner's wife, we had a dinner and she, she adamantly told me how she felt about Trump. And I went, I, I'm not going to sit here and tell you how to feel. And I'm, I don't want, she, and she don't like him. And I'm like, that that's cool. That's, that's, that's the whole point. We all, we all get to have our feelings and our beliefs about people. Now, you know, we, we talked about it. Okay. So we don't want Trump in there. We don't want this. Who do you pick? Well, I don't want to pick anybody that's part of this so-called elite to run me i was like going i like i told him i said make me president <laughs> um yeah go ahead make me president you want to see some fun shit happen make me president and see what happens um because it's not going to be good because again it you i would still want you would still want to again run run the nation but again you would want to take it back to where you're not sticking your nose again like we talked about with the constitution the the government has no business in the state's nose um and i don't think really the state has a big business in county noses but again you know who do you pick really who do you pick if you want somebody to lead you who do you pick how do you pick them do you just go oh they got money well, the thing about Trump was he had money and oh crap, we had this talk last night and we ain't got enough time for this one. Um, this is for another time. Um, but just to say it, and again, there's no justification here. There's no saying he, the way father works and with Trump in this vaccine and everybody's pissed about the vaccine, but Trump also put out there ivermectin, hydrochloroquine. He did that first. Yeah. Yes, chlorine dioxide and the and the the light treatment for the blood, but yet it come down to he had to do the vaccine. Did he do this, knowing that it wasn't ready? See, and you know that I try to be fair um, about very, absolutely very fair. anything that we talk about because, like I said, there there's too many variables. Like there's just like not. the whole could it be disinformation, this and that, like, that's all, you know, I understand how war works and, and we're, no matter how you look at it, we're in a war. We're certainly in a spiritual war, war, but we're in a war, you know, between good and evil, you know, surfacely and spiritually. Um, We're in a war with ourselves. Oh yeah. But that's crossed my mind, you know, and that's one of the things that I thought, cause I'm like, you know, why would he be pushing these things? And, and that one to me makes the most sense if you're trying to look at it in a good way is that, he was trying to push it forward when they had no choice but to start giving mostly placebos as compared yep. to the design of when they wanted it done where everyone that got that thing would have ended up getting the poison. And, and I mean, 
it's a it's a darn good possibility. And I will never forget, like you said, that first and foremost, Trump gave us every single remedy that worked. Yes. And and then I've got to go back to Esau. And, and here we go. And again, this is this is just Esau took his birthright by deception. But yet, I mean, Jacob did. Jacob took his 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 birthright by deception. But yet God pretty much was with his whole family the rest of his life. So can I, I can't, again, the, the, uh, the thought on did father put him at the point of time to where he got this to roll out faster than they projected because I don't think it was ready in my opinion, because they had to chill it for one. You couldn't, you couldn't take it out unless it was frozen basically with Pfizer. Um, they weren't ready to drop this yet. They wanted more time to get it perfected, in my opinion. And did it save some lives? Yes, but we got to also remember that Jesus flooded an earth, and there were seven hundred thousand people around the There's, ark, and they were gone. <laughs> how many people died on on the journey through the desert with Moses? No, I mean, I know. It, it's I, I I hate to say this, you know, and this is one thing, you know, um, there's casualties in war, and it sucks. But, yes, it but does. we have to remember, it's like. We, we know one day we're going to be called home, but we don't know when that time is. None of us but do. I, but Jesus I'm going to fight like know. hell until that day, dude. I will fight until that day comes. And that's one thing as, as a true Christian, I believe that, you know, we were meant to be warriors for Christ. And, and I repeat mm -hmm. the same thing is that you don't get armor unless you need it. And yep. warriors wear armor. You know, God yep. asks us to put on, you know, put on the holy heavenly armor of God. Um, and like I said, as we were meant to be, we weren't meant to sit on our hands. He asked nope. us to protect those, the, the widowers, the orphans, those that can't protect themselves. Like that is our job. And also is that, you know, how is a man, a good man who sits back and watches evil and does nothing any better than the evil itself. And this is kind of where we are right now. Yeah, is we, are. we we need to stand up and, and we need to fight. Um, we need even to use we, pray. Even if we sound batshit crazy, we still need to be fighting. No, absolutely. But come on, you know, how, that, do you think how many people do you think called Jesus crazy back in the day when he was <laughs> off preaching on the mountain? You know what I'm saying? Like, oh man, you know. Yes. So it, 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 we were we were told to expect this. We were told that we would be persecuted for you know our beliefs, our our belief in Christ, our our walk with God, and we absolutely are to this very day. But um, you know, I do I believe in the rapture. Yes, yep. I do. But I also don't believe that God wants us just sitting back, sitting on our hands and waiting no. for that rapture. You know, he wants us to 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 diligently work in and trying to make this change, you know, preserve um our our beliefs, preserve our faith, preserve, you know, the name of God um because we're fortunate, like I just said, 2000 plus years later, we're still having conversations about this open. There's and, still people that, you know, mm -hmm. me, and and it's a brilliant thing is that Christ and the word of Christ, none of that ever died. But, you know, we no. may not always be so lucky. There, there'll be a but, point where they're going to start burning Bibles and no different than, than they are other well, books that they're doing. They've already taken prayer out of schools. They've yeah. they've got to burn us to burn the Bible. Because, um, well, we got it etched in our hearts. And that's, yes, you know, yes. yeah. And that's just it. They can't get, okay, <clears throat> even if they burnt the book, um, we still have it in our hearts. And we know again this this goes back to the tribes sitting around the fires telling the stories 
That's how it was passed down. It wasn't passed down by a book. It was passed down by vocalization teachings. Um, and will that keep on going? Yes. And that's like we talk about the rapture and the tribulation. I hate to tell you, but I've like I've said before, I don't if I don't go up, if 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 I'm not taken up, I'm good with it. But I'm gonna tell you what, there's gonna be one hell of a fight down here. <laughs> See, now that's the thing. I will uh, never. There's going to be some ass whooping going on like you never saw. If I'm not, uh, if I'm not good enough to be called up during the rapture, that will still not be a reason that I will ever turn my back on God. I will be down here kicking some butt. You know but what I'm saying? Who says like, we're not supposed to be? Uh, well, but there's also you know the 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 back and forth about when tribulation falls. You know, pre-rapture, yes, post-rapture. I know, but is Father taking the weak-hearted up so they don't have to endure what's coming? I'll I'll be honest. I'm willing to do whatever God needs me to do. I'm gonna bust my ass, dude. I don't yeah. care. <laughs> that's what oh. I'm doing on. That's what we're doing now. I may that's say what, that's what I do every. That's what I do every night. I may go. Um, oh boy, I've got. I've got. <laughs> but, I, yeah, that ain't no but, joke. But I'm you know, still. I've got, you, you're. You guys are awesome. I we in, in our show that we do. We've got we a solid ten people in there, dude, and I don't care. I don't care. I, you know, one guy wants to be a smart ass with me. He goes, yeah, you want to be like Joe Rogan? I said, why? <laughs> What's the point? I don't care. Um, and like I've always said, if you're going to come over to our podcast, don't jump in feet first, man. Um, you, you better come in with toes because it's you might get rattled a little bit. And I'm sorry. I don't really care. Um, because I don't have a filter. I was never given a filter. Um, I'm going to speak from my heart and from my mind. And uh, we have some great conversations like this. These, dude, you need to pop in sometime just to have conversations. It's fun. Yeah, I'll definitely um, pop in and think. Yeah, it, we, it's fun. Saturday nights are fun, dude. Um, the the conversations are great, and I probably won't have a ladies' night this Sunday because it's Christmas Eve. But <laughs> the ladies' yeah. night on Sundays is yeah, I'm gonna the first you. two. They were awesome. They're, yeah. they're awesome because I want the viewpoint of the ladies out there because they have a stake in this too. It's not just us men. And without a good woman behind you, boys, you're screwed. Um, so that is one of the reasons. And the first two were great. And the, the conversation, if I'm serious, if people have not listened to the one with Robin, you need to listen to it because it's 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 great because her viewpoint comes from the side of the medical end of it that a lot of people don't get to see but it, it's good so yeah the the ladies night thing is going to be a staple but um <clears throat> if i'm if i'm going to worry about bruising somebody's ego or bruising somebody's feelings i'm not i'm not being i'm not because from what i'm from what i'm learning father doesn't care about your ego and your butt being bruised no. He really doesn't. He no. doesn't. Um, you know, these, these our forefathers, if you want to get down to it, the 12 tribes and then before they were stomping out this bad seed. That is the purpose of this is to get rid of this bad seed that was put here. And we're going to fight this bad seed and we're fighting this bad seed. The only problem is right now is this bad seed is the one that has collected the wealth and everything over the years. And they've gotten into these things. Again, the pharmacia, the black magic, that was all taught. And yeah, we got to get past all this, but we got to be out here fighting. Even if we're fighting here on, on the airways, 
we're still fighting. And if they do burn our Bibles, we still have Father in our hearts. They're never taking that away from us. Yeah. So don't ever think they will. I mean, are they in a losing battle? Yeah. Oh, yeah, because we know who this yeah. world is in. It's God. Well, even if, even if we, we know who ends it, dude, they're still in a losing battle. They're not going to beat God. Exactly. They're well, not. Doug, they're Douglas, not. We're, no. we're out of time. We got to go, dude. Yeah, we got to go. <laughs> um, before <sighs> I go, though, I did have something that I lined up that I want to read. So I'm going to read this to you real quick. This came um, earlier from uh, from Plastic Reporting, and I absolutely love this. And then I'm going to go directly into pair after this throughout of time. So during this season, take the time to remember the light that was brought back into our world through a young and faithful woman and protected by a strong and trusting man. God chose to become a helpless baby, to be loved and cherished, and to grow to make the ultimate sacrifice for humanity. He pardoned all humanity with his death and reunited us with God with his resurrection. We are here, but a short time. Take this time to enjoy and love one another. But come January, we join God's army to fight. And I loved how that was written. I loved how it ended. Who wrote it? Um, this was uh, it came from someone named Mom. Oh, that so works. That works. That's, that's very yeah, nice. That's perfect. Yeah. Mm -hmm. But I love so, that too. And Duncan, are you gonna pray? Yes, I am. Let's okay, I just gotta say this. If nobody's told you they love you today, I love you. So I'm <laughs> shutting this camera off so we don't keep talking. Bro. All right, man. <laughs> I love you, brother. Um, have love a, you, uh, everybody. I'll, yeah. I'll call you. I'll call you on Christmas, and then we'll meet yeah. up uh, briefly. If you want to come in for the yeah. whole show, we're doing an hour show on Monday, and I'd yep. love to love that's you to be here. I'll be here. But love I you. Be Have a Merry this. Christmas. <laughs> All right. I man. love you both. Merry Christmas. <laughs> Merry Christmas. Everybody out there. Merry Christmas. We'll see you someplace. That's the way it is. <laughs> That's it. I love y'all. All right. Bye. Bye. Love you, brother. Have a good night. Good night. All right, everybody. If you would just bow your heads, we'll get into a little bit of spiritual warfare and prayer before we walk into the Christmas holidays. And we'll just real quick before I even get into that. Um, I Jeff was um still trying to get used to his glasses, so we will not be doing a show tomorrow, but he will be with us on Monday. So take your weekend off, enjoy yourselves, get into some scripture, spend some time with the family, and then hopefully you'll join us on Monday evening. We're gonna be starting an eight o'clock show on Monday so you can get back to the family. That being said, guys, please bow your heads. Heavenly Father, thank you again for another beautiful day and all the blessings that you've given us. Dear Lord, we we appreciate just any day to be able to celebrate what you have blessed us with, but Dear Lord, during this time, you know, it was the birth that ended up preparing or getting you ready for the sacrifice that you made so that we had a chance at salvation. And I thank you for that. Dear Lord, there's a lot of questions that many of us have and we we get into scripture and sometimes you know, we get the answers we need. Sometimes it just brings up more questions. But the reason we have those questions is because we truly want to know and love and learn everything that you were speaking to us. Dear Lord, give us the discernment and the wisdom that we need if we ever venture outside of Scripture and some of the apocrypha or anything like that. Let people know it's okay to read, but to have that true, firm foundation in the Bible first so they never, ever um, stray away from that relationship, which is the most important part of getting us into heaven, dear Lord. But we don't love you, and we don't follow you, we don't worship you, we don't serve you because we wanted to get into heaven. We do it because you are our Savior. And that's enough reason, dear Lord. The bonus is getting into heaven, and we thank you for that. Dear Lord, we realize that it's not our deeds and our actions down here on this earth that are going to get us and earn our way into heaven like a trophy. No, 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 dear Lord. It's that relationship that you sacrificed you, so that we had that opportunity. But dear Lord, we do these things and we serve you on this earth because we love you, because we want to make our Papa proud, dear Lord. 
and you have brought us all together, dear Lord. There's a lot of people in this world that are separating us, um, dividing us in every single way. And Father, we need to unite more than ever, not just with one another as, as your children, but all of your children, dear, even those that we call enemies. Dear Lord, you gave us free will on this earth, and, and you gave us the ability to choose how we live this life. But dear Lord, I choose to follow you. We choose to follow you. And dear Lord, um, we still have free will within the decisions that we make, but let the decisions that we make be based upon your word, dear Lord. So we're not straying away and we are sinners, dear Lord. And every day we have to repent for what we've done wrong, but we become better people every single day. We gather together and we give each other the answers that we're seeking, dear Lord, that we don't understand. We help our, each other understand scripture just a little bit better. And I thank you for the opportunity to give us a platform many platforms all over the place to come together and speak about this dear lord it's just our our constant journey as we head down that narrow path and get closer to you like i said sometimes it does bring more questions but dear lord you do give us the answers but the devil also tries to sneak in the wrong answer which is why we really implore you for discernment and wisdom so that we can understand that truth so that we can read under things and see the history that is been all around this world, dear Lord, without straying off of the path that you have set us on. So dear Lord, don't let us just watch out for ourselves and work on our relationship ourselves with you. Although that is important, we also need to do what we can to help others find that relationship with you. Dear Lord, there are many people out here that don't even know your name, and that just blows my mind every single time I hear it. But dear Lord, let our excitement, our love, our relationship with you inspire them to find and seek the same thing. Dear Lord, I can say that it can happen with anyone because it happened with me. You had patience with me, dear Lord, and you brought me here just like you've done with every single one of us here. And I thank you for that. But I also ask in return, dear Lord, that you give us the patience to be there for everybody. All of those, those that have turned their backs, those that have called us names, those that have spit on us, those that have tried to mislead us. Dear Lord, you have the ability to do everything including change their lives around and bring them to you just like you did with us. So give us the opportunity, Lord, not to save anyone. We don't have that ability, but we certainly have the ability to walk them down that narrow path and lead them to the one that can save them. And that is you. So dear Lord, thank you for your life. Thank you for your death. Thank you for everything that you will bless us with in this world. And dear Lord, continue to work on our lives so that we can impress you and just fill you with joy every single day, dear Lord, smiling down on your children as it should be. Dear Lord, let us remove the evil from our hearts. Dear Lord, I ask that you remove the devil from our lives as he tries to lead us down the wrong path and tempt us every single day, especially the closer we get to you. Let us get closer to you, dear Lord. Let us remove that evil, that temptation, and let us recognize the evil that tries to seek into our life every day. Dear Lord, as we repent for our sins, strengthen our armor, heal those cracks, Fill in every little ding and dent in that armor, dear Lord, so that it is ready, prepared, and strong for the moment we enter that great battle. Dear Lord, we love you with all of our hearts, and we thank you, and happy birthday. In Jesus Christ's name and our Heavenly Father's name we pray. Amen. Amen. Beautiful prayer. Thank you. Well, everyone, um, absolutely beautiful night. Um, loved it. Just, I love these conversations. Uh, like I said, there's a lot of, of tough conversations, you know, there's a lot of little things and, you know, ultimately what, what really matters is our salvation, our relationship with Christ, cheering each other on, helping each other out, lifting each other up so that we don't stray off that path. Keep on praying for each other. Keep on answering those prayers and praying for those that ask you for the prayers. These are the little things that we can do to make our pop happy. And our pop is our heavenly father, God. 
So, guys, keep on that path. We love you very, very much. Like I said, we'll be back on Monday night, 8 o'clock Eastern time for our Christian, our, our Christmas Christian prayer extravaganza. We're going to have a bunch of us on just kind of going in a little circle, thanking God for what he's blessed us with and praying for all those that need the prayer, <laughs> except for Livin. Livin told me to leave her out of it. <laughs> she loves to pray, but yeah. she doesn't like to pray publicly, and yeah. I don't blame her. It took me a while to kind of get comfortable doing so because no one wants to mess up talking. No one wants to mess up prayer, <laughs> although I do all the time. I go yeah. on my little prayer rambles. But, guys, I love you all very, very much. Have an absolutely beautiful weekend. Spend some time with your family. Read some scripture. Thank God five, six, mm -hmm. seven, 20 times a day Dang. for all that he's blessing with you for that life and for the sacrifice that he gave us because we would not be, we wouldn't have a chance to get off of this crazy, crazy world if it wasn't for God. And I, I want to enter heaven one day. I don't know about yeah. you. Yeah. Oh, I want to enter heaven. I don't want to go Absolutely. to the other place. That's for sure. I want to be where God is. Mm -hmm. Guys, I love you all very, very much. Have an absolutely beautiful evening mm -hmm. and weekend. And I leave you with this. Oh, say can you see by the dawn's early light what so proudly we held at the twilight's last gleaming whose broad stripes and bright stars perilous fight or the ramparts we watched were so gallantly streaming and the rockets regular the bombs bursting in there gave proof through the night that our flag was still Oh, say does that star-spangled bender yet Everyone have an absolutely beautiful night. And in the words of Melania Trump, have a Merry Christmas. Did I say that right? Merry yeah. Christmas? Yeah. I love when she says that. But guys, just remember one thing as we know how this all ends. God wins. So fear not. Stress not. Let go of all your anxiety. Hold that line. Pray, pray, pray. We will win. God's going to give us everything that we need to complete our missions. But we also need one another so we can lift each other when we fall. We got to watch each other's backs. Guys, I love you very, very much. I hope you all have an absolutely beautiful Christmas. We will see you on Monday night at 8 o'clock Eastern time for our Christmas special. But in the meantime, celebrate Christ. Thank him every minute for what we have. I love you all very, very much. We love you all very, very much. Have an absolutely beautiful weekend. And God bless.